This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely Monday. I don't appreciate being woken up to baby mama and baby daddy drama. The fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying, this is why I ain't got no kids. Because <laughs> look, I ain't going to argue with you on the internet. I'm going to bust your ass in the head. I don't care. This is really damn ridiculous. And I'm going to say this because everybody have an opinion. A lot of y'all uh, people who want who always want to see Daniel Lynn as a colorist. Um, y'all going to side with baby. And a lot of y'all LGBTQ people are going to side with Daniel Lynn. Okay. Well, y'all want to know who I'm signed with. Both of them are assholes and douchebags. Okay. All right. Long story short, both Danny Lynn and the baby are assholes. Point blank period, Pooh. There's a better way of handling this situation. You are both not only showing that y'all are incompetent and are very childish, you are also showing your kids. Because your kids are going to look in the internet and look up things dealing with you guys. And they're going to be like, girl, not y'all arguing over here on Instagram. Not y'all arguing. Y'all arguing? Y'all arguing. <laughs> you two suck. And I don't like that she's trying to make it seem like she's the mother of the year. And I don't like it like he's trying to make it seem like he's the father of the year. They're both toxic. They're both disgusting. And they both need to get their shit together and raise their child amicably. This is so toxic. Like I said, I want children, but I don't want to have children in a toxic environment. This is so toxic. And she's trying to prove, oh, he loves me. Girl, why does it matter to you? That this Krusty the Clown, who got canceled by the LGBTQ community this year, loves you. And my question is, why have you never shown us your baby? You ain't Beyonce, bitch. And let's talk about that. These bitches be on some Beyonce shit, thinking they could do Beyonce shit. You get with the rapper. You think it's going to make you look like a Beyonce and y'all going to be on freaking... Uh, what's the tour? Carter tour some shit. No, you two are trash. You're trash. He's trash. Y'all both canceled. You're canceled for being a colorist. He's canceled for being a homophobic. Granted, I really don't think he's homophobic. I just think he was talking shit. But at the end of the day, you two are both assholes. <laughs> I don't like neither one of you. Okay. I don't like neither one of you because y'all decide to do this on the internet. Both you guys decide to do this on the internet. Danny, you are not Beyonce. And baby, you're not Jay-Z. Great. We got we to gotta give credit where credit is due. The baby managed to make money as an artist during a pandemic where he could not tour. So the man got some smarts, but once again, he's a Capricorn. 
And Capricorn's going to always find a way to make money. And I ain't going to sit up here and pretend like Danny Lee is not no wild horse Sagittarius. No offense to my Sagittarian women out there, but y'all wild. I don't know what down. I don't know what happened. I just need y'all to get y'all shit together. None of this is cute. This is toxic. And I have no opinion on his first baby mama. I feel like his first baby mama is his soulmate. That's the one that was, that was the one that was there before everything was here. So nobody, I mean, you know, it's it just, Everybody wants to do this whole racially ambiguous woman with a dark skinned black man, and you don't as you expect them to get along, and these two don't get along. They don't like each other. They're not good for each other. And she's trying to prove that she's with this man. This man's heart is with a lot of other people besides you. Okay. So this is a stupid situation. So today is going to be a very long podcast. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys the topic. We're going to go through the events leading up to Astrowell. We're going to be talking about the Sanderson sisters and how all these good things happened to them before this whole thing happened to Travis Scott. And I will be talking about the two lives that have been announced that have dearly departed us. I'm the nine-year-old child and um, the um, the Texas A&M student. Is it Texas A&M? No, I think it was another Texas university. But she was a college student that unfortunately lost her life as well. Um, but, um, so before we talk about the Sanderson sisters and them stirring a the cauldron and ruining every single man's life that they have been with, I'm surprised none of them have missing penises at this point um but we're gonna continue and i'm going to start the podcast always off with today's hot topic y'all know it's gonna be all about Danny lynn and um the baby first thing first we're gonna talk about these two crusty clowns and we're gonna talk about other things that are going on in today's news I'm not entertaining the Karens that caught the astral world demons. I'm not entertaining them. Ooh. Dan Lynn brother said something, honey. Let's see how we gonna start, honey. Golly. Wow, have mercy. Wow, have mercy. I don't know if I talked about this, about Jashia Moore, the 14-year-old New Jersey girl that was missing. I think I did already talk about that. I don't know if she's still missing. Um... Okay, well, yeah, it was six days ago where they said Jashia Moore was missing and somebody in the comment section said she was found. So she was found, thank God, she, did, um, she changed her identity. But, um, yeah, she was missing and because she had to testify against her stepfather who, I guess, was beating her and her mother. So 
Okay, I did do that story. So she was found. That's good. That's fine. So we're still dealing with um, the situation dealing with Mac Miller. It's hard to believe that Mac Miller um, has passed away. And we're still dealing with the, the case dealing with him. Um, this is from BallerAlert.com. And it says, second man plead guilty to distributing fentanyl-laced pills to Mac Miller. This contributor to this story is Cabbage Patch Girl. And it says, a second drug dealer has admitted misconduct in the Mac Miller overdose case. Ryan Revis, 38, agreed to plead deal with the defense that might result in him serving time in prison. Revis pleaded guilty to a single count of fentanyl distribution this week. This week, He could face up to 20 years in prison and a lifetime of supervised release if he accepts the plea agreement, although it's probably he'll get a lighter sentence. Revis had been apprehended by cops in Arizona, so it was unclear how he was linked to Miller's death. It was later revealed that he was was in L.A. around the time the fatal pill, pills were obtained for the rapper, according to the feds. Revis allegedly gave the fentanyl-laced Oxycontin tablets to Miller's suspect, suspected drug dealer, Cameron Petit, on order from Stephen Walter, who pleaded guilty to trafficking fentanyl in October. So they're still um, getting people in this situation. They're trying to catch... Uh, the person who made the pills, they're trying to catch the person who distributed the pills, and they're trying to catch the person who uh, is behind the person distributing the pills in this situation. Um, it's a very unfortunate situation. Um, they're taking care of this case, but how about the other overdoses that have happened also with other people as well? Um, so they're, they're trying to make sure that uh, Mac Miller family gets justice, which justice is to be. But the truth of the matter is the one person issue... The one person, the one person that fault is in this situation seriously, is the fact that Mac Miller decided to do the drugs himself. I don't know, I don't know the circumstances. I don't know if he was forced, but I do understand that if you basically chose to do the drugs, the only person that's in the wrong here is you. But like I said, they're trying to make sure all these people get arrested, which I don't understand. But they do definitely need to get rid of the people who are distributing fentanyl lace everything. Fentanyl is deadly, y'all. So make sure y'all be careful who you get your pills, who you get your weed, who you get your cocaine, heroin, whatever drug of your choices. Be careful what they have in it because if it's laced with fentanyl, fentanyl will kill you. Next story is um, from the Kenny Burns show on V103, and it says Kamala Harris, Vice President Harris, dragged after using fake French accent while speaking to French scientist De Plain during her overseas trip to France. In a viral clip, Harris is seen speaking to the group after she toured the Institute Pasteur and spoke alongside a group of scientists about the U.S.-French Alliance on Scientific Research. I already post this and I already told y'all that was very tone deaf. <laughs> as a woman of color, or they're trying to distribute to put you out there as a woman of color, you have to stop being tone deaf. You don't want nobody making fun of you and looking at you and asking if you know how to speak English. You gotta be sensitive. Come on. 
The next story is from the Jasmine Brand and it says Jay-Z emails possibly hacked FBI urge him to delete his messages. I want to see what's in his email box, girl. Says Gmail may Gmail. Jay-Z emails may have been compromised and the FBI is getting involved. According to the complex, according to complex, the rap and business mogul was urged to feder, urged by federal officials to delete his emails over hacking concerns, and the FBI reached out to him as well. Why he get warned, but nobody warned me when they hacking me. And all I'm getting, I don't know. Uh, we don't we ain't gonna talk about that. But he get warned. Got you. He got warned. Mm-hmm. I just got finished watching the Drink Champs. I haven't finished it. I'm still like, I still got an extra hour to watch Drink Champs interview with Kanye West. But um, this is from the Neighborhood Talk. And it's talking about a part of the Drink Champ interview. And it says Kanye West's industry plans are encouraging him, encouraging Kim Kardashian to leave him, claim he won't try, stop trying to save family until he receives divorce papers. So he's basically telling you that the publicity is that they're getting a divorce, but they're not really getting a divorce because he has not seen the papers yet. Next story is from Bala Alert. His contributor is Pista Whipja, and it says Nick Nick Nicki Minaj, attorney accused and threatened her husband's alleged rape victim with sanction for filing disgraceful lawsuit. Says Nicki Minaj, lawyers has threatened her husband's alleged rape victim and her attorney with court sanction, claiming the pair filed a disgraceful lawsuit to get rich and famous. In 1994, Jennifer Huff accused the female rapper husband, Kenneth Petty, of forcing her to have sex. Petty served over four years in prison after pleading guilty to attempted rape as part of his plea deal. Earlier this year, Huff sued Minaj and her husband, accusing him for trying of trying to harass and intimidate her into withdrawing her testimony before the upcoming trial. In response, Minaj's attorney sent a letter to Huff lawyer Tyrone A. Blackburn, threatening court sanction for them both because he claimed the suit is full of obvious mistruths. Next story is from the Neighborhoods Talk as well, and it says Travis Scott spokesperson claimed Travis has no control over stopping the show at the Astro World Festival, saying it was contractually up to the concert producers. The notion that it was up to Travis is ludicrous. I'm gonna leave this to the end because it's funny. Um. This next story is from BallerAlert.com, and it says Donald Trump openly defends threats to hang his former vice president. This was blogged by Cabbage Patch Girl, and it says, in an audio obtained by Axios, Donald Trump defended supporters who threatened to hang former, pres former vice president Mike Pence. The audio clip came from a tape interview with jo Jonathan Carl of ABC News, taken on March 18th in Merrick Lago, for Carl's new book, Betrayal, which will be released on a Tuesday. Jonathan Carl, were you worried about him during the siege? Were you worried about his safety? Trump, no, I thought he was well protected. I had to hear, I had heard that he was in a good shape. 
No, because I had heard he was in very good shape. But no, I think. Because you heard those chants that was terrible. I mean, he could have, well, the people were very angry. They said, they were saying, hang Mike Pence. I'll, because it's common since John, it's common sense that you're supposed to protect. How can you, if you know a vote is fraudulent, right? How can you pass a fraudulent vote to Congress? How can you do that? And I'm telling you, 50-50 is right down the middle of the top constitutional scholars when I speak to them. Girl, that's treason within itself. All right, next story um, is from the Neighborhood Talks, and it says, Hide your keys. It said, Hide your homes. Vegas squatters dismember and bury deceased homeowners in her own backyard, drained her finances, and sold her car. Y'all need to be careful. The contributors to the story is Miggity Mike, and it says, Police receive a tip from concerned neighbors about hearing digging noises next door. When authorities scoped the scene, they found 82-year-old Lucille Payne buried in a shallow grave in her own backyard. She was buried very deeply, and an officer started to move the dirt and found her arm inside a very shallow grave in a backyard, said Homicide Lieutenant Ray Spencer. Originally, authorities believed the homeowners was murdered by a squatter, but examinations proved she died unnoticed sometimes in 2018. Whoa! Las Vegas authorities believed the squatters found a lifeless corpse and then decided to dispose of the body by dismembering and burying it. The unidentified squatter drained the deceased of her finances and sold off her belongings, including her car. The suspects could face fraud and theft-related charges. Payne's death went years unnoticed because she lived alone and had her bills sit on auto pay and had no close relatives. Y'all gotta check on y'all family, man. Check on your family, please. Y'all check on your family. Do us a favor and keep your family in mind. Next story. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say this one for the end, too. Um, <laughs> it says it's on site. And it says this, this next article is from It's On Site. And his contributor is Shady Porter. It says, reporter claimed cops won't test DNA that could solve John Bonet Ramsey's murder. So y'all just gonna let that little girl just be dead. Just not give nobody answers to who killed John Bonet Ramsey. Because the truth of the matter is it's probably her father or her brother. Either way, y'all full of shit. Um, the cops in charge of the famous John Bonet Ramsey murder case are refusing to run DNA evidence that would find the person responsible for the six-year-old's death. Radar claims the publication spoke with investigation reporter Paula Woodward, who has followed the case into it since it's, who has followed the case since it has happened in 1996. She said that Boulder, Colorado police say they were going to use advanced DNA testing to try and solve the cold case, but never followed through on their word. They will not take the remaining DNA for genetic testing. They won't do it, she says. Woodward theory. Why? Must like JonBenet's half-brother is the police think her mother did it. Patsy Ramsey died 10 years after the tragedy, and they say the police want the case buried with her. There are certain police officers in Boulder who not only did not do it, their jobs, but they also went way beyond that in trying to convict the Ramsey, she says. 
They don't want the murder to have happened there. They want to move it on from it. Surely they think the Ramsey family did something wrong before they moved to Boulder. This is not Boulder's fault. This is the Ramsey's fault. So get the murder out of out of here. It doesn't matter if it's solved. The family did it. Woodward continued. If you don't recall, Jomine was a child pageant pageant queen who was found duct taped, sexually assaulted, and beaten to death in her basement in the morning after Christmas. Um, I remember this case. This is a very disturbing case. I was the same age as JonBenet Ramsey when this happened. So this bothered me because I was 6'2". I was 6 as well. And when you, anytime when you're a child and you see that another child gets murdered, that means you're not above anything happening like that to you. Um, I'm very sure that her family was behind her being murdered. Um, I just think it's sad that they're hiding the evidence of what happened to John Bonet. Um, so yeah. The next story, this story is from the neighborhood talk and its contributor is Chalet Floor. And it says Britney is free. Judge terminates Britney Spears conservatorship effective immediately. Um, it says, according to TMZ, the hearing of conservatorship was held today in order to determine whether her father still had control of the singer. The judge, the, the judge determined, the judge determined to terminate the conservatorship effective immediately. Brittany said that she decided to start living a life she wants, and even said she wants to make a new music soon. We're so happy that Brittany is finally free. So, y'all, Brittany is finally free. She owns herself now. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> All right. The next story is from BallerAlert.com. It was blogged by Raquel Harris. And it says, Texas woman accused of stealing her cousin's $1 million lottery winnings. A man says his cousin stole $1 million lottery winnings. We haven't been looking at our cousins right ever since Faith did Terry wrong. Girl! I'll be past that. It says, on Monday, 32-year-old Irish Amador Agueda of Houston, Texas, turned himself, herself in Glen Clove Police. On Tuesday, she was arraigned on counts of second-degree grand larceny and two counts of second-degree criminal possession of a forged instrument, NBC News reports. Her surrender comes after she allegedly made off with her cousin's lotto winning Agueda Arguetas. Cousin won $1 million on a $5 lottery ticket he bought in New York last year. To stay anonymous, the lotto winner, who asked not to be named, asked Argueta to claim the prize money so that he wouldn't have to reveal his identity. For this task, man said he would give her $50,000 of the money. Instead of keeping the deal, Arguella allegedly took the majority lump sum payout of $537,444. Girl, I heard this story before. We ain't gonna go there though. Um, this next story is from on site, and it says Lala Anthony reveals she had an emergency heart surgery over the summer. The contributor of the story is Shady Porter, and it says the 39-year-old soon-to-be ex-wife of Laker Carmelo Anthony explained that she had had problems with her heart racing the last few years, and that in 2019 she was diagnosed with premature. Retricular contractions, which 
cause the body to have increased heart rate. I didn't even know it was necessarily something wrong. I just thought, oh, you just feel your heart racing sometimes because you're working too much. You haven't slept, you're stressed. She explained the doctors were very, very concerned because her heart was working over time. The muscles were being 25% faster than the average person, about 30,000 extra beats per minute. Lala said she was prescribed meds, but did not often take them because they would make her tired. But then in June, she almost passed out because of her heart racing. She underwent heart, she underwent the surgery, which part of, part of she was awake for and spent four days in the hospital to recover. Anthony says her son encouraged her to share her tales so others pay attention to their body. Y'all take care of yourself. Be careful. You know, just really be careful. There was some sad news over the weekend about Karanji Calhoun. Um, he played Halle Berry's son in Monsters Ball. Um, he passed away. Um, it says, according to a recent report, this is from the Jasmine brand, Monsters Ball actor Karanji Calhoun has died due to congestive heart failure and lung problems. While news of the 30-year-old death has just begun making headlines, his mother, Teresa Bailey, revealed he actually died back in October 13th. So he died a few weeks ago. Um, Karanji... Karanji Calhoun only big screen role was on Halle Berry's son, as Halle Berry's son in Monster Ball. Halle Berry memorially won an Oscar for her performance in the film. Recall working with the then child actor during a 2002 interview. The actor revealed she struggled to chastise the 10-year-old for the movie role in which her character berates her child for being overweight. It was hard because he said something really heartbreaking to us. Mark and I were talking to him saying this is just a movie. And I kept saying everything I do and say is not real. I really think you're wonderful. And he says, well, whatever you do to me, Halle Berry, it's just going to be worse than what the kids at school do to me. To show her affection for Karanji Hawu on set, Halle Berry revealed she spent time kissing him and hugging him every minute before and right after scenes and really making an investment in him. Since Karanji passed away, a GoFundMe page has been set up to help cover funeral expenses. Like I said, y'all, be careful. That's the second story I've told y'all that has to do with your heart. Um, this next story... It's from V103, and it says, First trailer for The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, has been released. It says, One minute clip featured a noticeably older Penny Proud resuming her usual antics with her hilarious family. The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, is slated to be released February 2022 on Disney+. So, y'all bringing back some old stuff. <laughs> Y'all remember I was talking to y'all about the uh the 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 uh what you call demons. I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. It's really Pandora's box opening and showing you the truth of some people's lifestyle. So it says TikToker openly admits that she allowed her husband to have sex with her mother and her little sister. 
The contributor to the story is Nayara. It says the self-proclaimed swinger is making it known to her TikTok viewers that she shared her husband with her mom and her little sister. But she seemed to be proud of as she bragged about the act in a viral video seen by over 4.5 million TikTok users. The TikTok video uploaded by Brooke Macklin123 has garnered more than 3,000 comments from confused TikTok users. I thought TikTok was used by cheering. I mean, I'm, I got TikTok and I'm trying to decide on what my content is going to be on TikTok. I don't know what it is, but I thought it was for children. And I think accounts like this should go to Pornhub. Just saying. Uh, I ain't going to go deep into this. This is disgusting. And then you're going to get mad at your sister if she get pregnant by him. Cool, whatever. This next story um, is from, it's on site, and it says, Will Smith revealed his mom caught him having doggy-style sex on her kitchen room floor. Kitchen, uh, floor. This contributor is Nayara, and it says, it looks like Will Smith is opening up about a former relationship in his self-titled memoir, The Fresh Prince. Actor wrote about his initial love, Mullally Parker, as he openly discussed the time the two were caught having sex in his mama's kitchen at 4 a.m. That was an ass whooping. In the memoir, Smith explained when he began dating Parker in high school, she moved in with her family so she wouldn't be placed in foster care. See, Smith's mother allowed Parker to move in under one condition, which was no sex. <laughs> what? That was his girlfriend. <laughs> It wasn't even three months before the couple, former couple broke the rules and were caught engaging in sexual activity on the kitchen floor. The actor detailed the moment he was caught doing the act by his mom saying she flipped the light switch as she had done 10,000 times before. But this time her eyes landed upon her eldest son and his girlfriend deep in throes of reckless lovemaking. Smith said according to the insider, Rapper turned actor continue as a teenager outside of a physical injury. You cannot feel worse than having your mother catch you and your girlfriend doggy style on the kitchen floor. <laughs> Smith's mother immediately stopped the couple and Parker was asked to move out. Not too long after they were caught. Smith said, I'm still not exactly sure why I did what I did that night. To this day, I have no idea what I was thinking. Of all the experiences I am sharing in this book, this is an individual moment of personal behavior that makes the least sense to me. That was your girlfriend. I mean, what would you expecting? And your mom is a kind, generous person who didn't think y'all would be doing that, which I think it was delusional for her. To think y'all weren't going to do nothing. This next story is from Ball Alert and it says, uh, white female interrupts Avion Crockett's comedy show to cry about being offended. <laughs> no, and then she stood on a stage. Me, hub and fighting. I'm sorry. I'm not dealing with that. You ain't gonna interrupt anything I do, bitch. Girl, like I said, them Astro World Demons went straight inside these Karens, girl. 
This next story is from the Neighborhood Talk, and it says Jelani Day's phone found on the side of the road. Mother wants the police to hand it over to the FBI. No, I want to see it. I'm sorry. I, I will be. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I was in that case, I wouldn't even want the FBI to have my son's phone. I want to look through my son's phone because I want to see what happened. It says Jelani. It says private investigator Sergio Serratella spoke with the outlet and said this is a key piece of evidence with respect to his location his movement who his who he was communicating with the content of those communications i really think that if we can find his phone digital forensics will advance the investigation in a major way sarantella said jelani's disappearance at the end of august his body was found weeks later after being pulled from the illinois river near peru his mom believed foul play was involved in his death. It definitely was. Something off about this. Another news of Karen attack, which I think she's like an off Karen. Which means she's off white, so she's not really fully white, I don't think. But I found this on TMZ, and I found this to be very disturbing. And like I said, the Astro World Demons got inside some of these Karens this weekend. So this fool, a rock band leader, I don't know who the hell this group is. She pulled down her pants and peed on a dude's face. Speaking of Asha World, we already talked about this earlier. This is from the Neighborhood Talk. And the contributor is Shalay Floral. And it's um, it says a nine-year-old Asha World victim on life support says dad. He says he's not ready to lose his baby. We all know, unfortunately, his son passed away over this weekend. Um, my heart goes out to Ezra Blount's family. To Tristan Blount, to all his family, to what um happened it's unfortunate that you know this happened to you um and i'm gonna say this because a lot of y'all are judging these parents parents like giving you treats when you're being a good child okay and i'm gonna say this i'm gonna put this out there because my mom used to always treat me to go to concerts and stuff like that as well okay you cannot expect anything like that to happen. I know a lot of you are like, well, Travis Scott has demonic stuff going on and blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. But if your child, your child's going to find a way to that music and that concert. And this child was there with his father. Matter of fact, the, the way he ended up on the ground was the father passed out and the son was dropped to the ground because he was carrying the son on his shoulder. And um, the father passed out, the son was on the ground, and he got trampled over by people. There should be no judgment toward this young man's father. He was just trying to reward his son because that's what parents do. They reward their children. They love their children. Don't think any less of any of these parents who had their children at Astro World. They just did something to make their kids happy. And they know their kids are going to find a way at Astroworld regardless if they liked it or not. 
And sometimes you just want to reward your kids and let your kids enjoy themselves and enjoy their lives just because you love them and you enjoyed them. And it's a very unfortunate situation that has happened to this man. Um, I hope you get the justice you deserve, Mr. Blount. I really do. And I find it to be sad and very unfortunate. And, 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 and nobody should judge this man for his parenting. Um, even the 14-year-old who was passed, nobody should judge his parents for their parenting. They just want their kids to enjoy life and have fun and rewarded them for Astro World. They did not know this was going to happen. This never happened before. So, um, I think we need to stop harshly criticizing parents for what they do. I already told y'all my story. My mom was with me at a B2K, when I B2K concert, my mom was with me at a Scream 2 tour. My mom didn't know I was going to get trampled. My mom didn't know that those girls were going to start running and I almost got trampled. Thank God the security was on alert that day. And they kept me from being trampled. But she was just rewarding me for being a good child, for getting A's and B's and being a good student and not being a pain in the ass for being rewarded. These are not bad parents. They were just rewarding their kids because they did it out of love. They didn't do it out of trying to hurt their kids. They didn't expect none of this to happen. So my heart goes out to this young man's family. Um, this next story, this is another disturbing story to me. It's from It's On Site. Its contributor is Ebony Kiera. And it says, Indianapolis police found a 17-year-old black woman dead hanging from a tree in Maryland. Um, I don't really want to talk about this story. But I have to talk about it because y'all already know what I think happened. It says, um, in recent years, we have seen a few incidents where black bodies have been found hanging from trees with no concrete explanation from the police. And another unfortunate incident has been happening again. In Indianapolis, police discovered the body of a 17-year-old black woman hanging from a tree near a community center in Maryland. Police officer Indianapolis MD had reported a 72-year-old woman was found dead Wednesday on the 600 block of Bell Drive near the Indianapolis Walk Community Center. A press release issued by the department said the office responded to the report of an unattended death. Preliminary investigation revealed the incident does not appear to be criminal in nature. Yeah, okay, so a, a random 72-year-old black woman wanted to off herself. Hmm. According to report Annapolis, many students who attended Mills Parole Elementary were on their way to school when they reported witnessing the, bodies, the woman's body on the Bell Drive. In a letter to parents obtained by the report Indianapolis.com, both principal of the school, Richard Rogers and Casey Hunt, wrote in letters to parents that while walking to the bus stop this morning, some students may have witnessed a tragic scene involving the death of an adult individual. Longtime civil rights activist Carl Snowden told Revolt that the woman found deceased was indeed Black African American because he was on the scene where the police arrived to take down her body from the tree. Snowden says, People are waiting to see the medical examiner determines the cause of death is, and the people will respond accordingly. The victim identity has not yet been released by the Indianapolis PD as they wait for confirmation that the family has been notified. And they say it don't seem like it's criminal. 
it don't seem like it's criminal, but you don't think it's screwed up. That you don't think it's messed up or a little bit encouraged by racism that this black woman's body was hanging. Hmm. I found this article from the Cloud King Hip Hop and it says felony arrest warrant issue for blue face connection to alleged bouncer attack in California. It says last month, the artist and two men were accused of allegedly attacking a bouncer inside a skinny lounge in Southern California. According to ZMZ, all three of the alleged attackers are facing two counts of felony charge, each for assault and robbery. The robbery charge stems from claim that one of the attackers, not Blueface, stole the bouncer's chain. The encounter was actually captured on camera with TMZ breaking the story. Blueface and the men are seen punching and kicking and stumping on the bouncer. Apparently, the incident occurred near the entryway of the club. After mass photos, the bouncer showed terrible injuries, including a smash gash on the forehead and severe bruising across his face. Y'all just gonna stay in trouble. <laughs> the next story, we're gonna get a little lighter here. Because I like to end my podcast with lighter stories. I don't know why some of the stories I say, but I say them. It says, uh, this is from ballalert.com, and it says, designer brands are being pulled from TJ Maxx, Ross, TJ Maxx, Ross, and Burlington. After TJ Maxx has set up there and did all the commercials on YouTube, trying to get people to buy their crap with professional people who were stylists and stuff. Now y'all gonna pull all the designer stuff? This was blocked by Pistol Whipjet, and it says, Bargain hunters may not find the designer clothes they used to at the discount store like TJ Maxx, Burlington, and Ross. It says these discount chains are known to thrive when there is a glut of clothing in the market, but because there is a scarce amount of unsold clothes around, the stores are unable to get and sell premium apparel and shoe brands at excessively low prices. Since inventories are low and customers' demand is high, brands don't have as great as great a need to discount merchandise. And they are easily selling items at full price, seen and reported. Under Armour, Ralph Lauren, Carter's, and Steve Madden are among the brands that have decided to back off from discounted chains, also known as off-price stores. Levi has also walked away from discount stores. It's not just because of the pandemic either. Some of these brands wanted to back away from off-price companies, seeing they are the least profitable outlets for brands. On top of that, some feel that offering too many products at a discount dilutes brand's damage and erodes their power when it comes to pricing. It's more profitable to sell their items through their own outlet. Our price is the last resort, says Susan Anderson, a retail analyst at B. Riley Security. She said discount stores suffer could suffer in the long term if the brands keep their inventory tighter. Their move to retreat from discount stores seem favorable but it's uncertain what will happen when the demand isn't so high and it's the plain insignificance. So we're starting with the clothes.
We're dealing with the clothes, y'all. They say, oh, it has nothing to do with COVID or anything like that. It does. This next story is from TMZ. It says, Bernie Sanders reiterated his demand for the top 1% to pay more taxes. Elon Musk slammed him, saying the senator may as well be six feet under. <laughs> Elon's an asshole for that. He's a total douchebag for that. This next story is from ballersalert.com. Is the contributor is pissed to you. It says COVID cases in Europe on the rise, warning for the US. It says Europe is finding itself at the epicenter of COVID-19. As we say, the U.S. should see it as a warning. Countries across the continent have seen cases spike. NBC News reported last month there was a rise of more than 50%, and it has carried over, carried over into November as winter begins to bite. Dr. Hans Klug, the World Health Organization Europe Region Director, warned the region was back at the epicenter of the pandemic, and his word proves true. On Friday, the World Health Organization reportedly nearly 2 million cases confirmed across Europe from the week prior. The most reported cases the region has seen in a single week since the beginning of the pandemic. Ger Germany also reported more than 50,000 new cases, according to the data from the John Hopkins University in the Netherlands, which reported over 16,000 cases. The country's highest number since the pandemic started. The reported prompt the government to enforce a partial lockdown on Saturday that will last at least three weeks. As the case soared last month, Belgium also took action and reimposed some COVID restrictions, including the requirement that the mask be worn in public places. What? And I see an article we're just sitting up here saying, luckily, we have vaccines. Vaccines are not going to get rid of this. honest with you about this whole thing with Danny Lynn and the baby I'm gonna do a whole podcast on that whole situation how about that The next story is from TMZ, and it says, breaking news. This was like four hours ago. It says, Marilyn Manson allegedly locked a woman in a small soundproof space in his house to punish them for being bad. Y'all, if you did not look at my um, Instagram account, I did say a little something to the expect where Pandora's box is being opened. Bill Cosby and R. Kelly are not the only people out here 
doing things like this. Okay. They may seem like Bill Cosby and 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 um R. Kelly were just the only ones doing this shit. Now we find that Marilyn Manson is sitting here holding people hostages in their own home. So Pandora box is going to be open on a lot of your face, and y'all go find out they're not as nice as you think they are. That concludes today's story. I don't even know what where to start, where to begin with this, because I got to get this out there. We're still on the Travis Scott situation. We're still trying to figure out who is really behind the Travis Scott situation. Um, of course, Travis Scott, because he was there and he would not stop his show while people were dying in the audience. Um, but there are... I'm going to say five people. We're not sure if uh, the boy is involved. When I say the boy, I'm talking about Rob Kardashian. There are five people who just seem to be striving. And as we speak, they're still striving because after this whole thing happened, Kim Kardashian herself hit $1 million in her Fendi, was skimmed by Fendi, undergarment sales. It seemed every time something happened with these men, these women strive. It just seems to be a thing. I'm going to talk about the last incidents that happened before the Astro World events. I want to talk about how this could possibly be the catalyst for the Kardashians' survival. Even one of the articles I saved, they said the Kardashians managed to keep a narrative in the spotlight after their show is canceled. So we're going to talk about the incidents that happened with the Kardashians, the Kardashian clan that led up to World. And I want, I'm going to give you my two cents and I'm going to give you my theory. It's going to be ladies' theory as to what happened, why it happened, and who was responsible for this. Because I don't think Travis Scott is the only one behind this happening. I really don't. So I want y'all to sit back and relax, uh, get you water, get you something to drink. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're going to be able to stomach some of this because it just seems like they just keep thriving even though their men are epically failing. So we're going to be talking about the Kardashian thriving while their men failing and how 
let's be straight up honest. This is an introduction to toxic femininity. To how you think that in order to strive as a woman, you have to tear down a man. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. We're going to be talking about the toxic ass Carjuna clan. And all the things that happen around them with them thriving. I'm going to be straight up honest with y'all today. Um, I had a late start today. I didn't wake up this morning. I did wake up this morning and I went back to sleep. My stomach has been off lately. I don't know why my stomach has been off. But it has been off. It seems like I get hungry when I'm supposed to. But when I eat and after I consume the food, my stomach doesn't get any better. Um, So I just drank some water, of course. Um, And it made it a little bit better. I think I'm gassy and I think I need to slow down on the carbonated drinks. I have like sparkling water in my, in my package, in my stuff. I've been drinking Cokes. And I low-key think I just belched a few seconds ago. So if you hear that, I'm deeply sorry that you heard that. But my stomach has been very much off. I don't know why my stomach is off. I don't know what's going on with my body right now. I just know that it's been off for a minute. Um... And a lot of times it's because I'm about to see something or I'm about to experience something that I've never experienced before. Granted, the past year has been extraordinary. And I'm not going to lie. The people I have met have opened my eyes to new opportunities and for understanding that I'm powerful and know that I have power has really, 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 really like Show me that I can do anything. I just got to keep my mind, put my mind into it and keep my head up. So, um, I just been having a hard time. I wanted to really talk about this whole situation with the Kardashians and how they're striving and they're thriving while their, their husbands and boyfriends and baby daddies severely suffer. I really want to talk about this. But my body is fighting me today. I don't feel sick. I don't have COVID. So don't think I don't have COVID. I can taste. I can smell. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just I'm having an allergic reaction. I really think part of it is part of me being where I am right now in my life. Which is, um, I'm expected to get out of here by next year. So I'm expected to be in my own place next year. And it's making me nervous because I'm trying to do what I need to do. But it's making me nervous because that means they'll be the first time in my life that I will have my own place to stay in. And that, with that being said, having my own place to stay in is a milestone for even me. I know y'all like 30 is old. 30 is not old. Um, there's a lot of people my age who don't have their own place. <laughs> so I'm moving into the next step of elevating. 
of becoming a, a different person. And I want to elevate. And the one thing I want to elevate is my podcast. Because if I want to elevate, I should elevate my podcast. Um, that's why I was trying to get some merch. But unfortunately, that didn't co- turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. So that means I'm going to have to go to somebody that freelance or somebody that do it on the side and sell my merch in some way, form or fashion. But at the end of the day, with this elevation that I'm going to be experiencing within the next few years, I'm going to be where I dreamed of. And instead of it being a dream, it's going to be real life and it's going to be a vision and it's going to be my life very much soon. And my body, I think the reason why my stomach is acting the way it's acting is because it's nervous. Um, So I am, you know, moving up here, moving to Stone Mountain was a new step for me. And I've experienced some things that I never thought I would experience. Um, One is being around low vibrational people severely. I don't know how to be around low vibrational people. If you're low vibrational, I don't know how to be around you. But to be around low vibrational people. And for me to predict a lot of things, and I'm going to be honest with you, um, I mean, I may predict things on this podcast and y'all may be like, well, you're psychic. Honey, I don't know if I can arrogantly say I'm psychic or anything like that. I just know that I predict things and they happen. I know that people ain't shit and full of shit. I just give you a chance to show me that you're not. And unfortunately, in the past year, I have found out that people are full of shit and are that low vibrational, even though they say they're high vibrational. So it is what it is. But the next year, I'm going to be elevating to a different level. This is just one of the stepping stones. And I don't know what to do with it. And I can feel it and I'm nervous. And when I get nervous, I I, I fear that I'm going to fail at doing it. But I have the confidence now to where I'm like, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have my own apartment. I'm going to be able to do my podcast in my own apartment. I'm going to be able to do YouTube. I'm going to be able to do all these things. I'm going to be able to build my brand. I'm going to be able to do things what I'm supposed to be doing. So stop going backwards and move forward. I had a relapse and went backwards a little bit. Um, This person ain't worth it. He know he ain't worth it. Lying sack of shit. You know you ain't worth it. Um, and I messed up and I it, I entertained his low vibrational ass. He may not think he's low vibrational, but he's very low vibrational. I need to stop entertaining low vibrational people. That's what we saw today with Daniel Lynn and the baby. And everybody trying to act like they're taking higher word, higher road. No. There was a confrontation. Don't act like you're better than he is. And don't act like he's a shitty ass person. Both of y'all are shitty ass people. When you entertain people on low vibration and they don't see the bigger picture, that is when you become trash with them. And I found myself over the weekend becoming trash with this trashy ass crusty clown motherfucker. And... I need to understand I am better than this, even though he thinks he's better than me. He's not. He will never be better than me. Nobody is better than me. Okay. 
and he thinks he's on the high road, but your ass can't make a decision on what you want to do. You want to launch a business or you want to launch your freaking channel? You don't know what you're trying to do. I know what I'm trying to do. I have stayed focused. My one year anniversary is coming up on my podcast. I have consistently done this podcast and messed up and stopped my podcast. And the reason I went so low and I went so low vibrational with this person because I was expecting something better. And I thought this person was higher in vibration when the whole world has warned me and he even warned me that he was not of higher vibration. And I lowered my vibration this week. Dealing with this low vibrational person. This Daniel Lynn and baby situation show two people being lower vibration. They're acting low vibrational. Now, I'm not saying that Daniel Lynn or the baby are low vibrational people. I'm saying because they, they definitely have vibrated on higher vibration for them to get to where they are in their life to be known household names. They have vibrated on higher levels before. But this whole situation with these two. They are showing how low vibrational you can get. Daniel Lynn is doing the same thing Summer Walker has been doing. Daniel Lynn is mad that she lowered her vibration. But the thing is, Daniel Lynn wanted one thing that a lot of women, not all women, but a lot of women want was the child. I'm one of those women. She thought that being with the baby was going to give her Beyonce and Jay-Z vibes. And she had a baby with him. She had people that warned her. That told her, this nigga ain't shit. He's crusty. The baby has shown more that he's crusty, but I'm going to be straight up honest with you. The baby to me is a smart businessman. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed this, but because he's a smart businessman does not mean he's less crusty. You could be a crusty ass person and still be an amazing businessman. You could still be a marketing genius. But people told her this nigga ain't shit. Shawty said the nigga she with ain't shit. But she tried to create another child. Let's not sit up here and act like that's not what she was trying to do. Okay? She tried to have a child with this man. And a lot of women lower their vibration just to have a child, just to have children with a low vibrational man. She got pregnant by the baby. Took the pregnancy shoot by herself, gave birth to the baby's baby. And now she tried to get back with him to have another child because she wants a son. And he probably had an allergic reaction to it. It was like, no, I got three cheering. It's a shame in today's society that a woman has to force a man to choose having a family and to choose to be happy rather than be something else, you know. And But I'm not going to lie. 
being a father is not for everybody. Being a mother is not for everybody. I was just thinking to myself and, and, and thinking it out loud because I found out, I'm not going to say this because then I'm going to get in trouble and she's going to say I'm spreading all her business again, girl. So I ain't going to say it, but because you want to be a mother does not mean you need to be a mother. We need to differentiate between the two. I want to be a mother. But right now, because I'm not... Well, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I'm elevating. So I'm going to find happiness. Fab happiness is coming to me. That's why I manifest on 11-11. It's happiness, peace, and love, and abundance. And... Was specifically joy. That's what I tried to man. I want to manifest. I didn't try to manifest. I am manifesting. I'm manifesting these things, but I cannot bring a child into this world being an unhappy, bitter ass woman. I think there's a whole lot of women in this world already who are unhappy and who are bitter, and they bring children into this world. And the only thing kids know how to be is unhappy and bitter because that's all they are around. I want to raise a child that knows how to be happy and not bitter. Now, granted, the baby and Danny Lee both are doing careers that they love. You know, I was looking at how impressive Danny Lee's resume is. She was pinpointed and picked by Prince. So the girl's talented. And the baby, like I said, he's a magnificent marketing genius. They're both doing what they love. But Danny Lee tried to make something happen when he clearly showed his true colors when people were bullying her for a song called Yellowbone, which I don't quite understand. Why would you come out with a song? Call Yellow Bone. You can't do that. But these two are clearly doing what they love, but they're still finding a way to be unhappy. She wants a family with this man. This man already had a family when she got with her. He had two kids with somebody else. Which I'm going to say it, his first baby mom is his soulmate. That's his ride or die. That's his homie. That's his partner. That's his best friend. Not you, Denny Lee. Sometimes we're busy trying to be mothers and trying to create a family with somebody that don't want a family with us. Sometimes we have to understand we have to do things on our own. And I'm not saying be a mother on your own. I'm not saying that. But for me, the thing I'm realizing is that I don't have to attach myself. You know, I just that just pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> there was a car that just drove by with the cowboy, Dallas cowboy freaking flag. And that pissed me the hell off. 
I want to cuss the Falcons' asses out. But we ain't talking about the Falcons. A lot of times as women, we think we need to have certain type of energy in our lives in order to elevate. When we have everything we need the whole time. And that's something I honestly need to fit. I honestly found out this year. I have everything I need. God me gave God gave me all these gifts. It's time for me to elevate. It's time for me to showcase my gifts. It's not nobody else's job, including Dork and Smurf's little shit ass, to expose how talented and how smart I am. It's my job to do that. I ain't saying you don't need a man because I'm going to be straight up honest with you. When it comes to kids, I don't want to raise my child by myself. That's not the plan. I don't think there's any woman plan to raise their child by herself. But we're so busy trying to be a mother that we don't look and see. And it was crazy because a guy made a, a TikTok video saying one of the things people ignore is men's feelings. And men do have high percentages of committing suicide. And that was kind of the basis of why I wanted to talk about with the Kardashian, this toxic ass feminine energy of shaming a man because he don't want a child with us. I want children, but I don't believe in forcing a man to be something that he is not created on this earth to be, which is a father. Not every man deserves to be a father. That's why you have so many screwed up stories with people and their children saying that these kids have got molested or abused or beaten to death by their father because he was not, it was not supposed to be a father. As women, we can elevate without destroying masculine energy. Greta, I know I clamored him. I know I just bullied his ass in the DMs. I know I did it. But at the end of, in, at the, end of the day, I don't, I shouldn't have did that because they took away from my elevation. That pushed me back in my elevation. I can't elevate if I'm sitting up here destroying a man. Y'all understand that, right? You're not elevating. You're making yourself to be trash. And I know a lot of these guys out here seem to be trash. I know y'all think a lot of these men out here are trash. And it's funny that I'm saying this. My stomach stopped hurting. So that tells me everything I need to know. I don't have to destroy a man's image to elevate. I shouldn't have to do that. Dane Lynn, you're trash just like him because you destroyed his image in a public eye. You think your daughter's going to love you for that? Because most girls love their daddy. That's the one thing my mom did, and she still looked like a strong black woman. She never talked shit about my father. And she kept it moving. And she became a good example of what a woman should be without epically failing at being right now. She didn't entertain that foolishness. As women, to elevate, we ain't got to sit up there and clamor and destroy these toxic ass, low vibrational ass men. You let them be where they are. Let them stay where they at. If they want to be in a shit, let them be in shit. 
And you don't need them to elevate neither. There are men out here who are elevated just like you are. They can help you elevate and y'all can elevate together. But you got to be careful because you got to match your energy with the right person. You can't expect somebody who is low vibrational to understand where you're coming from because they're too low to see where you're going. And that was the whole purpose of what I wanted to talk about with the Kardashians. They're teaching these young girls toxic traits. To make yourself look good, you don't have to destroy a man. Even though there's a couple of niggas out there who I need to punch in the face, but I ain't going to do it because I'm trying to elevate and I'm trying to be a better me. You are not a bad bitch if you get child support money. Why can't he just simply watch his kids? You shouldn't have to go to court and, and put him on a prison system for him to raise his child. Stop being a toxic ass female and let him raise his child. And if he is not equipped to do so, you need to look back at yourself as to why you decided to have a child with this toxic ass man. That's all this is. We ain't got to sit up here and destroy men's images. They destroy their own images being stupid, dumbass, low vibrational creatures. That's on them. You ain't got to do it. They already fucked themselves over. Y'all get on my nerves entertaining colorist rappers. Let them be low vibrational. Trust me, they're going to come right back to chocolate. They always do. Because a white woman ain't going to do with that low vibrational ass neither. We got to stop thinking in order to be able to be a divine feminine woman, we have to destroy the masculine. You need the masculine. You need that masculine energy. Whether it's your father, your brother, your cousins, your son. You got some women don't find their masculine energy until they have a son. You don't want to raise your son, hate himself because he's a boy. Because you're so deep into that divine feminine and you, it becomes toxic. We have to do better. And I hate that I stooped that low with Dork and Smurf. I hate it every time. Because he's not worth it. And I'm not saying Dork and Smurf is an awful person. I low-key don't think he's an awful person. I just don't think he know what the left hand and right hand is doing. But I don't appreciate being fucked over just because you don't understand where I'm going. Yes, I'm weird. I have been weird and eclectic since the day I was born. <laughs> That's just me. I never fit in. But I don't want to fit in because God created me. He created me to be me and not try to be like somebody else. 
But because I went back to my toxic feminine feminist ways and stooped to that level and felt the need to just drag someone when that person already been dragged their whole damn life. I'm doing what everybody else is doing. That's not okay what I did. And it didn't do any good for me because my stomach's been hurting for three days and it stopped hurting because I came on here to tell you I'm dead ass wrong. And as women, we can be dead ass wrong when it comes to how we deal with men. Because at the end of the day, men have feelings too. In order to elevate, you don't need to trash a man to elevate. I'm so sick and tired of that image of women getting divorces, breaking up and leaving a man and think they're, they're going to be better off. And I'm not going to lie, some women just don't want to be in relationships. That's just not what they do. Like me, I'm not saying that relationships are not for me, but I'm one of those people. I enjoy my own space. They don't mean I hate men. I don't hate men. I just learn how to live without. <coughs> but to elevate <coughs> does not mean that you're a lonely woman or by yourself. I don't have COVID, I promise. <laughs> <clears throat> we got to stop putting this idea. It's okay to encourage your, your daughters. and the, It's okay to encourage little girls to be strong. But don't build them so strong to where they don't know how to depend on somebody who's good to them. There are good men out there. You just got to stop settling. Stop selling for side chick energy. Stop selling for low vibrational dudes because you're scared to get with somebody that's better. There are guys out there who vibrate high, but they might be a little weird. They might not be that cute and they might not have a hundred thousand dollars in their bank account. I think this whole feminine toxic ass femininity going on here with destroying men's image every time they say something they feel is sexist or dragging a man it's getting kind of sad it's like are y'all trying to have a whole generation of men commit suicide because you're offended there's a way of saying you're offended and you don't have to take a camera and point it at the guy and say he did this to me you can do it as an adult we're adults Learn how to conduct yourself as an adult woman. And you can pull a guy aside and say, I don't appreciate you doing that. 
But there's no need to publicly drag someone. Because they got feelings too. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so over this bullshit ass baby mama and baby daddy shit. I'm over it. To to sit there and look at that and I'm like, y'all, y'all ain't shit for real. Like, both y'all ain't shit. (laughs) All right? I'm not siding with no one in this situation. I need them both to shut the hell up and raise that child to be a better person than them. That's what I need them to do. Because we already got little toxic-ass kids walking around here doing the same damn thing. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. These walls are thin. I want to talk about what we got going on this week. (laughs) Which, by the way, I'm going to tell y'all this. My... I don't know if it's because I'm overcharging my phone. It could be that. Um, But my phone has been freezing lately. So I don't know if my Uber driver is outside or not. I want to know if y'all having a bad Wi-Fi in your area. But this week, I'm going to be talking about Revolution. I'm going to be talking about Will and Jada. And I'm going to be talking about... Disney Thark Dairies. We're trying to keep it light because Thanksgiving is here. So thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is These Walls Thin. Be careful what you do in the dark. It will come to light. I am so outie.